0: Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator.
1: I'm ready to receive and fully submit to God's Word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I decrease now that you would increase. Speak to us now. Have your way in this experience. I pray that every blockage would be removed. I pray that any hindrance that it would be removed. I pray that tonight... Your word would do what it does your scripture says that your word is the bread of life that means that it's about to feed us but not only is it bread it's also referred to as a sword which means it's about to cut us that means it's gonna make us better and not only is it gonna make us better watch this it's gonna cut stuff off of us that's holding us back it's gonna cut bad mentalities it's gonna cut bad thoughts it's gonna cut bad curses it's gonna cut everything that needs to go it's gonna cut it because that's what the word does say lord have your way in me tonight Come on, say it with me. Say, Lord, have your way in me tonight. Say, I submit to your will tonight. In Jesus' name. Let's go to work, y'all. So listen, uh, we've been looking at this, uh, that God nor the Bible is based off of the Gregorian calendar. We are in this series called Represent, And last Wednesday, watch this, uh, we started talking about submission is the mission. And one of the things that we submit to is God, and we submit to God through his word. And one of the things in his word was the honoring of the Hebrew feast or the biblical feast. Now, this is important to understand, watch this, because whenever you think that you are above doing what the word says, you're going to make a mess out of your life. I need everybody under the sound of my voice to hear me. You are not exempt from the word. Uh, Watch this. The word will show you sometimes better than it can tell you. I think I got some witnesses in here where you went through some stuff in life that you thought didn't apply to you from God's word. And you went through a valley. You went through some storms and you said, God, dog, that show does apply to me today. Touch your neighbor and say, you don't get exemption from the word. So in looking at this, the whole concept of this series is to re-present something. Re means again. Present means to introduce. That's why the word is even said the way it is in BTS. That's the way I say it. Because there's certain things in God's word that we need to be reintroduced to. There's certain things in God's word that we need to see again. Because the way we saw it the first time, perhaps we didn't understand it. Perhaps it didn't make sense. Perhaps we didn't get the gravity of it. Have you ever watched the movie once and then thought, wow, that was good? Watched it a second time and said, I didn't see that the first time I I saw it. Y'all ain't talking to me. Have have you ever watched this? Have you ever experienced something one time to only go back and experience it another time and you have a different appreciation for the experience the second time? Because the first time, watch this, something in you shifted from the first time to the second time. So it's not that watch this, it changed, but something in you changed. I need everybody under the sound of my voice to realize, watch this, you and I are in winning season, and in winning season, watch this, you're going to face some of the same stuff you faced in the last season, but you need to realize this is not that. What's different is you. What's different is that you're going to look at it differently. What's different is you're going to handle it differently. What's different is you're going to talk to it differently. What's different is you ain't going to punk out and punk back and run, but you're going to stand up flat-footed and say, here I am. Would you touch your neighbor say, this ain't that? So in this, in this, today is the conclusion of the second of the fall Hebrew feast, which is called the Day of Atonement, also known as Yom Kippur. Can I get you to say the Day of Atonement? Say Yom Kippur. God nor the Bible is based off of the Gregorian calendar. That's from January to December. It's named after Pope Gregory the 13th. God's word is based on the Hebrew calendar, which has four different starts depending on the purpose. Which illustrates a clear principle that God, by design, is always creating a fresh start. By design, God is always creating a new beginning. Can I tell you why many people lose hope? Many people lose hope because they think, watch this, this mess is the end. This stress is the end. This situation is the end. Watch this. These people are it. I need you not to let your now people weary you because your next people are going to get it right. I need you not to let your now friends, you watch this, stop trusting everybody because your next friends are going to get it right. I need you not to let your now relationship that didn't go right not to weary you because the next one is going to get it right. So look at this. God is constantly creating fresh starts, a new beginning by design. And I said this to you, but it's so powerful to me. I want to say it again. Since you still have a pulse, God still has a plan. If God was done with you, he could have, watched this, he could have ended you. If God was done with you, he could have ended you. Let's tell the truth. You've already faced a lot of stuff that should have made you lose your mind, that should have made you take in your life. Watch this. Some of you can tell testimonies to people of how you were at the party and the bullets came by, but somehow they didn't get to you. I wish I had honest people in here tonight. Some of you can tell testimonies about how the accident should have absolutely made your whole body be torn from limb to limb. But somehow, some way, God sent an angel to step in and to tell death, I'm not done with them yet. And since you got a pulse, you might as well give the devil hell for the remainder of your days. Touch your neighbor, say, since you got a pulse, God still has a plan. That deserves five seconds of praise. Why? He ain't done with me yet. He's not done with me. And to everybody that feels hopeless tonight, he's not done. To everybody that feels like it ain't going to get better, he's not done. To everybody that says this was my end, he's not done. To everybody that says I screwed up too bad, he's not done. If he was done with you, he could have canceled you. He doesn't need permission to get rid of you. That might shout me. I might not get no more further than that. Because to everybody who's feeling hopeless about something, to everybody who's feeling down about something, I need to rebuke you. <laughs> What's the rebuke? I'll dare you sit there in a low space. I'll dare you sit there in a pity party. I'll dare you sit there sobbing, talking about woe is me. Still beating. Still beating, and that means, watch this if my heart's still beating, God's still gonna bless. If my heart's still beating, my heart, watch this, He's still gonna bless. Tell somebody, He's not done with me yet. I, I'm gonna give you five seconds of worship right there without any music. Go, come on. Oh my digital family, I need you to do it. Some of y'all are sitting in here way too passive. He is not done with you yet. The people that walked out, they weren't necessary. You can't lose nobody because if they were with you, they never would have left you. They had to leave you so you would know they were never with you. Everybody holler. He ain't done with me yet. He ain't done with me yet. So, let's go. In the Bible, these feasts, these feasts were referred to as appointed times or kairos moments. A kairos moment, there's two Greek words, the language of our New Testament, for time. One is chronos. In chronos, you see chronological. One, stop. Watch this. That's chronos time. But then the second Greek word for time is kairos, K A I R O S. Here's how kairos works one, stop 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 until i get everything out of one there's no need for two but i says keros is not a quantity of time Kairos is a quality of time which means god says i'll get more for you in one moment than you've done the last 30 years of labor let me see if I can say it another way. Kairos is one moment of favor that outdoes years of labor. And I'm here to tell somebody the heavens are open because this is a feast time. And God says, I'm about to give you some quality time. Would you touch your neighbor say, it's quality time. Which means to everybody that felt like you wasted your 20s, watch this. The first year of your 30s is going to outdo everything that did not go right to everybody that feels like you wasted the last decade of your life. God says, I got the ability to make one day. I'll do every other bad mistake and failure. Shout yes, Lord. 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 See, chronos is something we're bound by. One, two, three, four, five. Kairos is when heaven says Stop time. It's when, it's when they said no. But God will make them have a meeting on Tuesday night. And say, move them from the no pile. And put them over here in the yes pile. And in one moment of favor... It outdoes years of labor. Kairos, you see throughout the scriptures. Let's go. You see this with Joshua. Joshua prays, Lord, let me have vengeance on my enemies. He says, "Uh, Lord, please don't let the sun go down until I have vengeance on my enemies. Stop. It violates Kronos. One, two, three, four, five. It turns into Kairos, which he says, I'm going to make this moment outdo. Watch this. All of the days you've been fighting. Stop. All of the days, all of the years you've had to have warfare. And one moment, I'm going to give you victory over your enemy that outdoes all the years of your warfare. In other words, what are you trying to tell me, Bishop? It's about to be worth it. Every tear is about to be worth it. Every loser that you have to deal with is about to be worth it. Every sucker you have to deal with is about to be worth it. Every mark you have to deal with is about to be worth it. One moment, he stops time. And he says, I'm going to invade the earth. Somebody say Kairos. That's what the feasts are. God says, stop time. I'm coming to see about my people. Stop time. What did they say about him? You missed it. You missed it. Stop time. See, you thought they were getting away with that. God says, but stop time. What would you say about my daughter? Stop time. What would you say about my son? Stop. whenever the game needs to have an interruption so that the referees can handle something they say time out the feast are when heaven says time out I need to change what's been happening on the field and wherever you've been behind God says move the ball y'all are playing with me wherever you've been behind God says listen I'm the ref and the owner move the ball Yeah, they messed up last month but got this but they've been faithful, move the ball they didn't do exactly what it should have been done like but you know what they've been faithful, move the ball I need you to lay your hands on yourself so he's moving the ball tonight What is he doing? He's advancing you tonight. What is he doing? He's moving you forward tonight. You didn't waste no time. You just sowed some seed. That deserves three seconds of praise. Go. All right. (laughs) There are seven major feasts. Seven major feasts. Seven is the biblical number of completion. It is the biblical number of this word we say at harvest often, shalom. We bake that into our culture so we're always speaking completion to one another. So, 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 so the reason you hear so many people at harvest say that to one another is not because we're trying to be this or be that. No, we're just trying to be Bible. And in the Bible, watch this, they didn't walk up to people, what up, man? Hey, how you doing? Hey, girl. Hey, they didn't do that. In the scripture, they knew that every time they spoke, they were prophesying. So in the scripture, every time they spoke to somebody, they wanted to make sure they were speaking life to somebody. So every time they spoke to somebody, they'd say, Shalom, which means, watch this, they were telling the person they were talking to, nothing's missing in your life, nothing's broken in your life, nothing's lacking in your life, all is well. Which means, even if I don't know you, watch this, I want the best for you, because the same God that's going to do it for you is going to be the same God that's going to do it for me. And watch this, I think we're getting this lesson, and since haters get benched, I have no need and no reason to not want to see you do well. Look at your rose, say, I want to see you do well. You sit next to somebody that's finally cheering for you. Your whole life you had to cheer for yourself. You finally had a church. You finally with a pastor. You finally with the people that are cheering for you. And if they don't clap for you, they ain't your people. When you honor the feast, then we see shalom. Say, when I honor the feast, I see shalom. All right, let's go. There are four major spring feasts, three fall feasts. The first is the Feast of Trumpets we talked about last Wednesday. That's the blowing of the shofar. Trumpets is the, is the uh, anglicized way of saying the shofar. And so we brought out the shofar. I showed it to you. It's the ram's horn. And it literally, watch this. It's when the spiritual year changes. So last week, you exited 5779. And you stepped into 5780. On Monday night prayer, I explained to you that that's from Genesis chapter 1, verse number 2, 5,780 years. Between Genesis uh, chapter 1, verse 1, and verse 2, there's a chasm of time. What does that mean? In between those two verses, there's a whole lot the Bible doesn't record because it's not necessary for what you need to do in life. (laughs) Let me talk to all my intellects in the room to where you say, well, I got questions. God's got answers. Watch this. Uh, God is omni science. Omniscient is the word. Omni meaning all science meaning knowledge. Which means there's nothing that you can study that does not take you back to God. Which means, watch this, I don't care how many degrees you have, every degree you have will eventually lead you back to God. I don't care what you think you know or what you think your intellectual prowess and your erudite nature has allowed you to ascend to a certain level of uh, scholastic achievement that makes you believe that you've exceeded the greatness of God. Stop. I need you to know that whatever you know is going to take you Back to God. This is why, even in medicine, there's things they say we can't explain it. Now, watch this. I thought you knew everything, Doc. I thought you knew everything, Doc. Well, we don't know everything. Why? Because there's some stuff that watch this. The only explanation is God did it. I wish I had somebody in here that knew part of your life was a whole miracle. I, I wish you were sitting next to somebody that knew. There's a whole lot of stuff you can explain away, but there's some stuff you can't say nothing but God. How did you get out of that drug addiction? God. How did you get out of that alcohol? God. How did you get out of that relationship? God. How did you get out? God did it. There's no other explanation. So between Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1 and verse 2, there's a chasm of time. What does chasm mean? There's a gap of time. That gap of time explains things that, watch this, that we don't see articulated in the scripture. Because they were not for this dispensation of time that we live in. This is how you explain things like dinosaurs. He said, "Well, where are they at in the scripture? Where is that? Where is it?" Well, they, they, they say the earth is millions of years. They said, "Listen, first of all, that's what they say." They also said HIV couldn't be healed, <laughs> and this year alone we didn't see two documented healings of it. So, sometimes you got to make sure you don't let what they say override what he say. Let's go old school. Won't he do it? There's there's an explanation for things that aren't clearly articulated in the text that have happened in the earth that happened between verse 1 and verse 2. It's in there. Got it? Now, when we're looking at this, say I've crossed over to a new spiritual year. To welcome the spiritual year, there's this saying that I've taught you before. is Shana which means you have a good year. But the emphasis on the term is not just to someone you're saying it to. It is to yourself. The inference and the emphasis of the term was that the person saying it needed to tell everything about them. It don't matter what was. That was then. It doesn't matter what didn't work. That was then. It don't matter how you fail to be very honest with you. That was, this is, I need you to loose yourself from yesterday's failures because as long as you're still married to the failure you'll repeat it as long as you're still married to your screw up you'll repeat it as long as you're still married to your mess up you'll repeat it that's why the bible says now there is no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus which means watch this when i give my life to jesus i may make mistakes and that's what his blood was shed for to give me a bath so i can go lay down and get back up and try again in the morning some of y'all need to learn how to take blood baths. What do you mean? I'm washing in the blood of Jesus. And Tonight, some of you parents are going to take your kids home and you're going to put them in the bath. And no matter what they got on them throughout today, you're missing it. No matter what they did at school, no matter how dirty they got, no matter how messed up they got, tonight you're going to wash them. And when you wash them, you're going to make them clean. And you're going to say, lay down, get up, and try again tomorrow. That's how the blood of Jesus works. The blood of Jesus says that no matter how I messed up, no matter how I fail, if I take a bath in his holy blood. Lay down and take a nap. Get up. And keep it moving. I rebuke you being stuck in your screw-up. I rebuke you being stuck in your mess-up. I rebuke you being stuck in your failure. Let's move. Y'all ready? Let's go. Rosh Hashanah. The way we walk in the new year is Shana Tova. Which means you have a good year. Say your first name. Say you have a good year. That's good. Now, Now watch this. Uh, blowing the shofar, we learned, calls things into order. Whenever the shofar was blown, it was an announcement to everybody come to attention, get in order. Some of what's been frustrating you lately is disorder leaving. When disorderly people leave, they quicken scream. When disorder leaves your finances, you go through little weird times. When disorder leaves your family, watch this. There's a few of them you ain't going to talk to for a few days. And I need you to be okay with their attitude. And I need you to stop letting them emotionally manipulate you like an emotional terrorist and pull you back into that mess. Some of what's frustrating you is disorder leaving. Some of what's making you angry is disorder leaving. Say, but it's got to go. Say, because the shofar has blown. Second thing that it did is it awakened us from a slumber. A slumber, watch this. Anybody ever have a slumber party growing up? Here's the thing about a slumber party is the intent of a slumber party is to have fun and wake up late. The problem with a slumber party is you have no agenda for what you're going to do. You, you no, you're missing it. It's so simple, y'all making it deep. This ain't no Hebrew, this ain't no Greek. With a slumber party, watch this. You get with some other people with the in very intent of forgetting about your responsibilities of forgetting about what you gotta get done, about what you're supposed to accomplish, about your assignment, about your purpose. The whole goal is let's just have fun for tonight and let's sleep in. In other words, let's miss the clock. Matter of fact, don't set the clock because watch this, when we get up, we just wanna have fun. And for some of you, watch this, your fun is what's, watch this, messed up your future. Your desire to have a party all the time is what got you distracted from getting your business handled. And I came to tell you tonight, touch your neighbor, say, wake up from your slumber. This is the time you better get your credit together, get your business plan together, change your circle, get your body together. Y'all ain't talking to me. Get your eating together. Why? Because what God's about to put in your hands requires the best version of you. Somebody say, wake up! up. Now, 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 the the third thing that the blowing of the shofar does is that watch this. Is that there's ten days of awe, and and the ten days of awe conclude right now. We're in the conclusion. Those 10 days of all I taught you, we were supposed to use to pray. We've done that. To fast. We did that on Monday. Got it? Okay. It's, it's Bible, so it's not a, you know, well, I just didn't feel that in my spirit. It's Bible. If you dishonor what he said, he's like, you missed the meeting. And here's the thing about the feast. You can't reschedule it. You have to wait until it comes around next time. Got it? All right, all right. So, for those of you who didn't fast, you, I bet you fasting now, right? <laughs> You're like, That's, I didn't know, Bishop. I'm starting right now. Does the neighbor say, so you got follow to the, follow the Bible. Then we consecrate ourselves. And I said this to you don't be extra available for regular people. This is why there's some people, watch this, God wouldn't let them reach you. <laughs> there's, there's some normal conversations you would have that during these last 10 days, they've been interrupted. You would always talk to so-and-so at a certain particular time and God was like, mm-mm, shut that down. Why? Because God says, during the consecration, that means I need you to set yourself apart. Why? Because what I need to do with you I can't have everybody there. Whenever a baby's born, there are certain people that say, get out of the delivery room because you might contaminate what's new. And I need you, watch this, I need you not to be so attached to the need of them that, watch this, you let that outweigh your need of him. I need you not to let your need to have an audience clapping for you. Outdo your need for him saying, my son, my daughter, well done. So that's what we were to do in the 10 days of awe. Now, the last thing we're supposed to do is to repent. And repentance deals with self-reflection and self-correction. How many of you have been doing that? You've been doing that these last 10 days, right? Self-reflection, self-correction. Now, reflection means, watch this, look at yourself. Look at what you did. Look at how you acted. Look at how you handled it. Correction means once I figure out where I was wrong, I fix it. The issue we have with some people today is that, watch this, pride is all they have. You missed it. Pride is all they have because they have no fruit. So pride is all they have. So the idea of correcting oneself, the idea of fixing oneself can be offensive to some because the thought is, watch this, it's subconscious. They'll never say it, but the thought is, well, what you don't understand is this is all I have. So watch this. If I admit I was wrong with that, you take everything I have. I pray you not let your pride, watch this, make you think you didn't have something to correct. Ooh, I'm coming for you. Lay your hands on yourself, say self reflect and self correct. Which means when I see it, I fix it. And when I fix that, I see something else wrong. You ever started cleaning something in your house? And you thought, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna wipe the front. And then you opened the cabinet and said, I'm just gonna wipe the back. And while you were fixing this, it allowed you to reflect on something that wasn't in your sight. In other words, I wasn't clearly paying attention to that. I didn't even know I had an issue back here until I was fixing something else that revealed to me I had an issue over here. While I was dealing with my rejection, I found out I had bitterness. While I was dealing with my anger, I found out I had this. While I was dealing with this, I found out I had that. So the 10 days of awe are designed for us to self-reflect and self-correct. That's what repentance is. Repentance isn't just, Lord, I'm sorry. Repentance is, Lord, I want to be better. Is there anybody in here tonight where your prayer is, Lord, I want to be better? Listen, I don't mind having problems. I do have a problem having the same problems. I think there's somebody in here tonight that says, watch this. I'm not going to have, watch this, 5779 problems in 5780. If you're not going to do that, say, no, sir. I ain't going to be able to do that. I'm just not going to be able to have the same problems because the same problems reveal you haven't learned the lesson. <laughs> Ooh, let's deal with that. What is it that keeps repeating because you don't get it? And it's easy to blame other people, but watch this. It's actually revealing something about you. What it's revealing about you, watch this, is maybe, watch this, you pick projects. And then get mad when you got to put the work in to fix them. But then pick somebody ready. You can put that in any context of life. Y'all hear? It? Yes, now, let's look at this, look at this, look at this. So so let's recap real quick. The of all is uh, we pray, consecrate, fast, repent. Today is the day of atonement. Today is the conclusion, excuse me, of the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. In the Bible, this is referred to, and I'm done, y'all, the Day of Judgment. Say, Day of Judgment. This is when heaven judges what's going to happen for the next 12 months based on what you've done in the last 10 days. And it's sealed tonight. Let me back that up. Okay. God says, we're going to judge the next 12 months based on what you've done the last 10 days. And we're going to put our seal on the judgment based on what you do tonight. This is why, watch this, hear me, Harvest. I pray that when I say to you, the Bible calls it a holy convocation, which means a holy gathering. I pray that, watch this, that we all take that serious. Because it's not like a suggestion like God is, well, you know, if you get to it, let me help you with that. All right. Leviticus 23 and 2. Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, these are the appointed feasts of the Lord that you shall proclaim as holy convocations. That means gathering. They are my appointed feasts. Somebody say, we're gathered. For all my digital people, we're gathered. Now, check this out. God says, tonight, I'm sealing the next 12 months. I'm so glad you didn't fail the test again. You missed it. If you're honest, over the last 10 days, you faced something that you faced before. Where are the honest people at? Watch this, I'm so glad that this time, watch your maturity. Even if you didn't respond right at first, when you step back to self-reflect and self-correct, you don't even know who you sit next to. Touch your neighbor say, I passed this time. Because this time you didn't spend four and five days stuck in him. This time you didn't spend your time blaming your spouse. This time you didn't spend your time blaming God. This time you didn't spend it blaming somebody else. Somebody holler, I passed. I pray you're not sitting next to an arrogant pompous somebody who thinks that they were exempt from this. It's the book. Some say, it's the book. it's the book. So, let me give you this. Leviticus 23, 25. I'm skipping through several verses to get you to the point, and then we're done. It says, you to do no ordinary work. If you read all throughout Leviticus, you, you see this. And for, for those who say, well, Bishop, that's the Old Testament. Um, hear me. Um, let me help you. There's seven covenants in Scripture. Now, one of them is called Old. You should rip that page out of your Bible that says New Testament and rip the page that says Old Testament. Okay? It didn't go away when Jesus came. Some people have a bad image of Jesus. They see the God of the Old Testament. is, and, <laughs> and Jesus like, it's the same person. Somebody say, it's the same person. Amen. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. He, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Which means he is father, he is son, he's holy ghost. Just like you could be somebody's son, somebody's brother, and somebody's boss, but it's the same you. There's three dimensions of the same you. That's the God we see in the Bible. He makes himself a son to himself so he can show you what spiritual sonship looks like. So when he wanted to do his own thing, he looked to a spiritual father and said, not my will. <laughs> Your will be done. That's Bible. Doesn't he say that's Bible? All right. So Leviticus, here we go. It says this, you shall do no customary work on it. And you saw offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. So one of the things that God said he wanted during this time. Is he can you read that right there? And he said to so present a food offering to the Lord, English standard. O, uh, New King James says, an offering made by fire to the Lord. The goal was as God says, I want you to seal it with a sacrifice. Say it's sealed with the sacrifice. The reason God is in the sacrifice, and not you literally, like you know, you put yourself on the altar, not you, literally is because what you are willing to sacrifice reveals what you really love. What you're willing to sacrifice reveals what you really love. What do your sacrifices say is important to you? Right? What do your sacrifices demonstrate? Listen, sometimes we listen to people's words and we really just need to listen to their actions. Shh, the actions are talking. Touch your neighbor say, the actions are talking. Just show me what you're working with. Don't tell me what you're working with. Got it? Now, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Nine was the number of birthing. We're done. It's the number of fruitfulness. It was the number of the completion of a cycle. It's the number of manifestation. Some of you are like, is he going to use these? Yes, at the very end. Nine, say birthing. 5779. Nine, the number of birthing. What have you been birthing over the last 12 months? A better version of you. Who in here feels like, watch this, if you just tell the truth, that you're not the you you were last fall? Can we give God five seconds of glory that you've made progress? You don't get stressed about the same stuff. You don't get angry about the same stuff. You don't get mad about the watch this. You've forgiven some people. You pray now. You give now, you serve now, you worship now. Somebody say, I'm a brand new me. Come on, let's go. I'm ready to go. It's the number of birthing, the number of fruitfulness. How many can be honest? You've got fruit now, but you didn't have 12 months ago. And fruit just isn't cash cars and clothes. Fruit is a mentality. Fruit means I don't look at this the way I used to look at it. One of my favorite movies used to be the movie Taken. And in the movie Taken, they kidnap his daughter. When they kidnap his daughter, uh, he, uh, they, the, they uh, the kidnappers drop the phone. When they drop the phone, the father picks up the phone. And he picks up the phone. And he says, listen, I don't know who you are. He said, but let me tell you something. He said, I don't have no money to give you. He said, but let me tell you about me. He says, I have a special set of skills that I've acquired over my life that are going to allow me. Watch this. He said, I will find you and I will take you out. In other words, he says, watch this. Maybe I didn't get cash, cars, and cars from what I've been through, but I got a mentality that's taught me how to deal with this. I need you to know you sit next to somebody that's wiser. You sit next to somebody that's stronger. You sit next to somebody that's better. right, Watch, 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 watch. It's the number of birthing, number of fruitfulness, the completion of a cycle. A seed breaks the cycle. Even with a woman, a woman on her cycle, a seed breaks the cycle. And now a child is conceived. And now you've gotta carry it. And you carry it for nine months, approximately. And then it's time to give birth. (laughs) Give me some baby music, some nursery music. And don't nobody get no ideas. I <laughs> just want to cover the whole house. Don't nobody get no ideas. <laughs> Somebody say, look at the baby. <laughs> Her name is Princess Mercedes. <laughs> Watch. For nine months, approximately, you go through labor, you go through pain, you go through discomfort, you go through anger, your taste changes, you find yourself desiring stuff that you ain't got no business desiring because you're carrying something that you're about to give birth to. I'm finna make this point. You better come with me. This last spiritual year, God says, listen, I've been birthing something new in you. And it's a brand new you. But watch this. But watch this. Watch this. After you give birth to it. Say, after I give birth. Now you go from nine. Now we're in 5780. It goes to zero. Watch me. Zero means all things new. Once you birth it, everything is new. Before you birthed it, you did you. When you birth it, come on, Princess Mercedes. Don't stop. Just <laughs> stop. If I want to Love on some children. I go over there to harvest kids and love on them. Come on in. Watch me. touch them and say all things new. All things new. Wait a minute, wait, wait wait I went through pain to get it. And now everything is new. So now, not only to have a new baby, sit there. See, y'all see this much. Look, that's why. <laughs> Like she'd be all right. <laughs> Lay down and take a nap, girl. Get your mama. Where your mama at? I... <laughs> That's why. I'm just saying. That ain't no joke. That's just <clears throat> I tapped the whole children's department. They'd have shifts. Have <laughs> a Sunday through Tuesday, a Wednesday. <laughs> now watch. Say all things new. You didn't have to carry this little bag before. I'm gonna I'm I'm show you where you're at. I've birthed something better, but now I have more burden. I'm wiser, but now I have a heavier burden. Because since I know better, there's stuff I got to do better. Which means, let me talk to some of my single people. Since you're a better you, you have the burden of making a good choice this year. Stop choosing these zeros and go and get you a superhero. You ain't saying nothing to me. Now that you're better, now that you're better, you now have a burden. Because since you're better, you are now held to account for the pain you've been through. And all the pain that you've been through was not for nothing. Somebody say, All things new. So I I didn't have them give me a full house. Just a little house. See how messy it is? When you birth something new, somebody say, New. When things are new, I have to rearrange to make room for everything new, which means I have to get uncomfortable and carry more. So I've got burdens, I gotta rearrange things because watch this, now I'm accountable for more And so when I prayed, watch this, that my house was next, the promotion came with additional responsibilities. Which means I'm held accountable for more. And watch this, what actually is new means I'm held to a higher level of responsibility. So I can't get away with the same excuses I used last year, this year, because this year I'm carrying something bigger and better, watch me than I had the last year. For my entrepreneurs, watch this, where your business is about to go, watch this, you need to go and forget about them weekends. Y'all not talking to me. Why? Because you're carrying something bigger than you that you've given birth to, and now all things are new. But stop. Some of y'all about to have a new car. Wrong church, I guess. (laughs) And you were going on the lot looking for something used. God said, nah, baby, you in all things. (laughs) Would you slap your neighbor and say, get used to new. (laughs) And I'm getting ready to close. (laughs) He says, he says, what's this. Now, I got to fit all these. And watch this. You know they from Denver, cause the dog in the front. <laughs> so I don't get it. That's just me, though. I love you. You know this family from Denver. Look, he's looking out the window. <laughs> Say all things new. Your routine changes. Your sleeping patterns are different. Your eating patterns are different. The house has to be rearranged. Watch me. What God has been doing by messing up some of what you had going on is he said, this is not organized enough for what I'm about to do. And the only reason you feel overwhelmed is because you're disorganized. You asked me to put something big in your hands, well, guess what? That means it's gonna weigh a lot. And if you can't handle the pressure of 79, you are not going to be able to, you'll crack under the pressure of 80. I need you to thank God for the days over the last 12 months where you were like, I'm done, I can't do no more. Because watch this, when you press forward, what did you do? You developed something, I'm ready to close this message out right here. You developed something called tensile strength. Tensile strength is how much pressure you can take inside before you crack. How much pressure you can take inside before you break. I need you to know, watch this, in this new year, somebody say, all things are being made new. So you got this bassinet, somebody call it a stroller. It's a bassinet. You got the baby. Yeah, somebody please don't drop her head. This is a fake baby. <laughs> I pray you do right by real, not stress over fake. I pray you do your real friends right. I pray you do the people that really love you right. And I pray that you don't do, watch this, the real people, the way you should be treating the fake people. Judge your neighbors. They don't handle them the same. Don't handle them the same. I'm, can I give you this last verse? Isaiah 43, 18. All things new, all is new, all is new. Because he birthed something, so it's new. He birthed you and stirred your gifts, so it's new. He stirred your desire to pray, so it's new. He brought you to harvest, for many of you, some of you, this is your first year here, it's new. You got to adjust. You adjust. It doesn't adjust to you. There's too many of you where you want now to adjust to yesterday. That's not how this works. So let me finish this. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Stop. What does he say? Remember not. You know what that means? Don't remember, girl. Don't remember, man. Remember not the former things. Well, we used to. Shh. I used sh. What a way I you But well, I just feel sh. But if I'm honest, last year, sh. Well, the last time I trusted, The last time I tried, shh. Remember not the former things. Watch me. This is the line that got me. Nor even consider the things of old. Whatever you consider... You're captivated by. Whatever you're captivated by holds you captive, which means when you consider the past, you're held captive to it. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. I got to stop. I'm out of time. Say, "This this is not that. This is not that. Problem is, once you've birthed something, you'll think that every birth happens the same way. And can I get some mamas in here to testify that ain't even how that works. I need the mothers to testify because I don't know. Watch this. Say this ain't that. Let me give you the line. Like, what's the point to... T- Give me a point. Here's point number one. This ain't that, so stop that. Every time God tries to do something new, somebody on your row filters it through something they've been through. Every time God's trying to do something new, And you, you filter it. Oh, I don't know. I might fail. You've had those before. Why are you afraid of them now? Every time God tries to do something new, filter it. So what is he saying, Isaiah? Don't even consider anything that's happened before. Well, the last time I tried it, this is not that. Well, you know, the last time I sold, this is not that. I just need you to get that because somebody on your, I know you get it, and then I can sit down, but y'all ain't got it yet, so I can't sit down. I got to be a good preacher. I got to be a good shepherd, so I got to make sure you get it. Got it? This is not that. So do not filter this to what's happened before. Because if you do, you will turn what's new into 12 months of the same movie. Let's go. But tonight. Verse 19. Behold, Why did I bring you all, these, all this here? I needed you to see something new. Hold on, let me... <laughs> I'm not literally finna go all of that because y'all making noises because I ain't holding it right. I was literally finna come over and do this. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me. You filtered this to what you think it's supposed to be held like because of your past experiences. So when I didn't hold it the way you thought it's supposed to be held, something in you filtered it. Now realizing this baby ain't like other babies. This one's not built to break. This one ain't built to go down. This one ain't built to be messed up. I, I need you to get this in your spirit. Someone say, All things new. Watch this. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. When is it happening? When's it happen? When? Look what he says. But you don't get it. He says, says, you don't get it. God says, I'm about to hit reset. When is it sealed? And he he says, I'm sealing it tonight. And he says, listen to me. He says, do you not perceive it? He said, I know it don't feel. He said, but this is not about feeling. This is about perception. I need you to see it the way I see it. So listen to what he says to you. I'm going to make a way. Where? It's right there on the screen. It's an open book test. I'm going to make a way where? In the wilderness. Wait a minute. When all things are new, God says, what I'm going to do, right in the middle of a wilderness situation, watch me, I'm not taking you out of it. I'm just going to make a way in it. I wish I had somebody that would hear me. So for everybody saying, why hasn't God changed that? He said, you don't get it. You don't get it. All things are no, I don't need to take you out of that to make a way in that. Could it be all he wants you to do is stop complaining about it so you can pay attention enough to realize he's about to make a way in it? I wish you lay your hands on yourself and say, he's making a way in it. And, here, and here's the line I like. Here's the line I like, and then I'm done. I say, Rivers... In the desert. Here's what we'd like. Lord, take me out the desert. He says, but what I'm gonna throw this microphone if you don't shout. I promise you. I promise you. I'm gonna throw this mic. Watch this. Watch this. Lord, why won't you why won't you take me out of the desert? I'm about to throw this microphone if you don't shout. Here's what God says: when all things are new. I'm just gonna bring you what you need I'm I'm just gonna bring you what you need While you in the desert In other words, I ain't gotta take you out of where you are at I'm just gonna bring you what you need I'm gonna bring you what you need where you are at Would you throw your hands up and say all things new Ah, Say it again, "All all things new All things new All things new. Stop. What's this? Tonight was the last night I was going to teach you a little longer because it's a feast. Next week, we will end earlier. I just needed to take my time with this tonight. Because I need you not to waste where you're at. Put the verse up for me, please. He oh. says... Rather than moving you out of that situation. What's a river? A river brings water, spirit. A river brings fish, food. A river brings minerals, money. If you study your Bible in the book of Genesis, the Bible says that there was a river that flowed and the river that flowed had four river heads, and it says that they brought gold. Stop. God says, right in the middle of what you're in, I'll bring money to you. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. He says, right in what you're in, I'll bring food to you. I'll bring the Spirit to you. What are you saying? Right in where you're at, God says, I need you to open your eyes because it's actually new. What's new about it, watch this, is you. What's new about it is how you see it. What's new about it is how you perceive it. What's new about it is how you handle it. What's new about it is how you pray about it. What's new about it is how you worship about it. Say all things new. I'm done. Here's. here's, here's I I need to stop. I need to stop. I I, I need to get this. Say all things new. new. God says, I'm about to seal 12 months. Right now. Reason I took my time, taught a little longer. Because I don't want you. And even those in my digital family, I don't want you. To have a repeat of the last spiritual year. Say all things new. He says, I'm just going to make a way.
0: Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.